Hello, beautiful friend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Meant to Bloom podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Clarkson. This is the podcast where we talk about real life motherhood struggles, and I share a lot of simple tips and steps to a brighter and more abundant life in mind. I'm here to walk with you on this journey to the life you're meant to be living, full of peace, love, and joy. Today, I have a very special guest on, Michelle Rose. I was so just blessed and lucky to find her. She's actually very local to me. Um, and I got in touch with her through a friend of a friend and she just launched her podcast, uh, redefine your wellness. Let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. Um, she is an exercise physiologist turned functional health coach, living the natural minded healing lifestyle. She spent 15 years suffering from health struggles in an autoimmune disorder Desperate for positive change, she landed on gut health and knew she had found something. All, <clears throat> all the suffering started to make sense. She dove in headfirst and for the first time began noticing positive changes. The more she applied her newfound knowledge of gut health and natural healing, the better she felt. Now she has spent seven plus years learning and experiencing natural healing. She has helped support thousands of people along the way. She focuses on simple, effective solutions, learning how to properly supplement, fuel the body, and create movement with excitement um, are a few of the areas she supports. And it's all about implementing small lifestyle changes over time to equal massive results. And this is really what we're talking about. Her uh, autoimmune disorder journey and how healing gut health really helped her and how it affected her mental health really to be in this place where her body, she felt like it was failing her and, um, traditional medicine really kind of failed her in a lot of ways. And when she took her health into her own hands, that's when she saw like just her life changed quality of life, um, being able to find happiness and just enjoy time with her family. And I cannot wait for her to share this story with you. Um, in this episode, we're talking about how her chronic illness can affect your mental health. We're talking about whether your food is really food. We talk a lot about food in this one. Um, and she has very professional, um, astute opinions and thoughts and things, knowledge of food <laughs> that I don't possess myself. Um, and we're also talking about mindful healing from your chronic illnesses. Uh, and I really think like, I'm, I am passionate about gut health, like very passionate about gut health for a person who doesn't know a lot about gut health. So I'm so excited to share everything that Michelle shared with me to you today, right now in this episode. So I really hope you enjoy this. Um, you can get in touch with Michelle on, uh, Facebook or on Instagram at the budding roses, um, or you can tune into her podcast. Since I know you're on a podcast listening app right now, go ahead and just search Redefine Your Wellness and hit subscribe. Uh, enjoy this episode. Thanks, friend. Love you. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Mental Bloom. Today, I have Michelle Rose here, and I'm really excited. She just launched her podcast, and I am so thrilled to like welcome her into this podcasting world guys go over there you need to go subscribe to her um re re redefining your, Define your, your wellness. wellness redefine your wellness 
Yes. yes. Redefine your wellness. Uh, I'll link it in the description too, but go over there right now on your, on your, you know, podcasting app and uh, go subscribe to her. Um, Cause you're going to want to. <laughs> so Michelle, tell me about you and your podcast and what it is you're doing. Okay. Thank you for the plug. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe, rate, review, all the things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Super appreciate it. <laughs> That's how we get out there. Um, so my podcast, Redefine Your Wellness, is um, it's I think that's how podcasts and people in kind of the wellness space, a lot of like you, um, it becomes kind of like a passion project, right? So mm -hmm. my background is I am a functional health coach, and I ended up in that space because I had to go through my own healing journey very similar to you went through a healing journey. I went through a healing journey and am very, very passionate about helping people heal their bodies. And so redefine your wellness is the whole idea behind it is really uncovering the truth of what wellness actually is. Because in this modern day, the advertisement, the marketing, all of that is very skewed into um, making money. That's really what our world is predominantly about. And if you're looking at like Western medicine side of things, it is a hundred percent for profit. That is what Western medicine is about. And if you end up healthy, you don't go to the doctor as much, right? They don't make as much money off of you. So I was in that cycle of, I got very sick. I was going to the doctor. They were giving me meds. I got more sick. They gave me more meds. And it was just a constant and I hit my rock bottom, which I know that you talk about your rock bottom mm -hmm. a lot. And I said, I can't do this anymore. I have to figure out how to actually heal because what they're doing is not getting me to heal. And so I dove down the rabbit hole and I started learning. And that's what I've been doing for the last almost eight years now is focusing on healing my body and learning how to apply a lot of various different things. Um, and in that um, I do work as a functional health coach, but I also realized that's why the, the podcast has been birthed recently is I wanted another platform to be able to reach more people and to be able to impact more lives because I'm, I truly believe that this is part of my purpose that God has given me. And it just gives me another way to live out my purpose. So that's a snippet. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Yeah. Redefining your wellness is definitely, mm -hmm, I agree. I've been down some rabbit holes myself. <laughs> I go down them a I lot. Will not bring up on my podcast <laughs> because it will change your opinion of um, where you think my sanity lies. <laughs> I love going down the rabbit holes I do and too. I've had to like I've had to pull back from it and be like, you know what? It doesn't even matter if that's real or not in so many cases, but it's like this one, this one's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if it's just the, you know, like a hamster wheel that we all got caught in, or if there was like some intentional, like malicious decisions and conspiracy behind it. And I'm like, you know, it doesn't really matter how we got here. We're here where we are. Let's just start looking for truth where we are. Yes. 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 I'm a truth seeker. hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, yes. that's how like we ended up that. here. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I like to live in, I like to think I live in the gray area between, you know, like conspiracy theorist versus like just following the mainstream everything. And I'm like, I'm just going to live in the gray area and, and tell you that um, neither is 100% going to be telling you the truth. Right. We've got to find our own way in the middle. Um, sorry. When you say rabbit hole, it's just, it excites me in ways that are irrelevant to our podcast and um, our mission here today. So let's get back on track. Your wellness. Um, yeah. Was this like overwhelming to get into? Like just for regular people, would it be overwhelming to start this journey? No, you just have to, you have to pick a place to start. It's kind of the, my, like, that's for me. Um, like for instance, I live, I try and live as toxic free of a life as possible. And when you start it, yes, it can be so overwhelming because you're like, oh, I have to replace this and this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, I can't, that's going to cost me. I'm going to be throwing like everything in my house away and spending a lot of money replacing it. And instead of doing that, I decided when something runs out, I will replace it. When my laundry detergent runs out, I will replace it. When my mascara runs out, I will replace it. And so that's kind of what I did. Um, and I, I start tuning into certain brands and companies that I align with and that work well and that kind of stuff. Um, and then it takes away the like, oh my gosh, where do I find, you know, once you find a, you know, a line of cleaning supplies, you're like, okay, I'll just buy all of my cleaning stuff from them. And you find like a makeup brand. I buy all of my makeup from them. So that's, that's like, you just kind of pick where you want to be. Um, like I coach people a lot through their diet because diet food is medicine, right? And so when it comes to the diet piece, I'm like, okay, let's pick one thing that you want to start with. Are we going to like focus on breakfast or do we want to like clean your pantry? Do we want to replace your salad dressings? Like what, like, let's find just one little area, focus on that, get that better, learn how to do that better. And then we'll move to the next step. And so that's, that's just how it's been for me. Like I told you, I've been doing this for almost eight years. Like it's very much been like a baby step process of going down a rabbit hole about one thing, one specific thing, learning all I can about that. And then implementing that one thing. And then something else comes up. I'm like, okay, what's next? <laughs> you have to learn how to do that. <laughs> oh, good. I love that. I had to get that out of the way because I'm like, whenever we talk about like starting health, starting wellness, um, something that involved a rabbit hole adventure to begin with, it's like that thought pops up like, oh, this is overwhelming. I'm going to check out. I don't, I'm not interested in, you know, uprooting my entire life and changing everything. Right. Um, so I definitely needed that set right there. I love that waiting just when it runs out, when you're at the store, make a better decision. Exactly. Um, one one decision at a time. We don't have to make every single decision all at one time. We don't mm -hmm. have to know. We don't have to know all the things right away. Give yourself grace on the journey here. Um, we're just starting little by little. Um, yeah. So did you want to backtrack and go deeper into your story and tell us like how you got here? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So deeper because I know that you work a lot of space, a lot in the mental health space. So I just kind of have a, had a history. I'm going to say had, cause I feel like I've definitely worked out of that and healed out of that. Um, had a history of some anxiety and depression. Um, 
And it kind of just showed up at various different points in my life. It showed up a lot more when my health was in the tank, when I was very sick. So like the big, the big bang for, I guess for me, um, with where my health journey really started was I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder when I was 15. And at the time it didn't feel like a big bang, but now like that, that piece of my story is one of the biggest pieces of my story. And it's what's led me to where I am today. Um, and so in my trials and my struggles of working through an autoimmune, I always call myself an autoimmune warrior. Um, when that when I was in a flare, when I was really sick and there's lots of different, my autoimmune is a digestion disorder or I work in the gut health field specifically. Um, our gut affects literally every single process of our body. And so it's not just like a, Oh, my tummy hurt or, Oh, I, you know, I have indigestion or something like there was so much more. And that very much feeds into our mental health space and that kind of stuff. And I was just generally sick a lot. I was always very tired and run down and when the depression hit, I was usually in a very sick space. And it kind of makes sense when you are sick and tired and miserable, like how it's mm -hmm. real hard to be happy and excited and feel good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I was just telling you over on your show, you guys got to go listen to that episode. Um, just when I wasn't showering, it made depression easier to come in. Like you just, you feel mm -hmm. gross. You feel like a troll. It's like, mm -hmm. whether it's on the outside that you're feeling gross or the inside you're feeling gross. Yeah. When that thought comes in, that's like, oh, you're gross. You're not worthy of, you know, worthy of a good life. You don't deserve mm -hmm. good things. You're not mm -hmm. taking care of yourself. Uh, you can't even care for your own body. Like it's really easy to let those things control you. Yeah. 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 The negative yeah. thoughts can come in real easily. So I just, I had that interweaving in and out of my life. Um, of mostly more of the depression, um, but some anxiety, some anxious thoughts as well. Um, and then my rock bottom, which you can relate to, um, was when I became a mom for the first time. And a lot of it was related to, I, my autoimmune disorder was in a very big flare. Um, having a child rocks your world. My baby didn't like to sleep. So, and I also dealt with really severe insomnia and just, a, there was just a lot going on. And I basically lived on the couch, chronically exhausted, miserable. Um, the thought of leaving my house gave me an anxiety attacks. Really. I had, would have panic attacks, just thinking about all the things that I would have to do in order to be able to leave the house at X time and meet someone to do this and be at work. And it like, what time did I have to go to bed and how tired was I going to be? It was like this spiral effect. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I hadn't, I, I didn't feel worthy to, as a mom, like to be my baby's mom. I was like, she's perfect. She's beautiful. She's everything I could have ever dreamt of. She does not deserve me to be her mom because this is how I'm showing up as her mom. This is not what she deserves. And in that space, I said, I can't like, I'm concerned that my baby's not going to have a mom. And it wasn't like I hit the space like you did where I wanted to end my life, but it was the space of, I am so sick. What does my future look like? Mm -hmm. 
And that was when I was like, I, that was like, I said, I can't do this anymore. I am done with the, the spiral effect that I was going through of in and out with the doctors in and on and off medications, not seeing the results, not feeling better, honestly, in the long run, just feeling worse and worse as time went by. I actually, a friend was going through some gut issues and just, I learned about gut health and just started cluing into how powerful our gut, the gut brain axis is, the gut is all of that. And that's what really started my healing journey. The, the new spiral, the new (laughs) rabbit hole of like, what is gut health? How can I heal? What things can I put in place? And you know, it started on all the things. Like I started going into more of the toxic free living at that time, but it was just also like, okay, what are things that I can do with my diet? What are simple things that I can implement with my diet to start being healthier? What are supplements that I can start implementing to be healthier? What lifestyle practices can I implement to start being healthier? And so I was just slowly implementing things over time. And as I learned more, I did more and started coaching through people through more too, because that's what you just hit that space of like, I found something that people need to know. Yeah. And I also, my background is actually, I'm an exercise physiologist. So I was working as a personal trainer at the time. And so I already was working with people that wanted help with their health. I was helping them with their fitness, but then it was just like, oh, I have more tools to be able to help you now. And so I just kind of kept diving into like that coach role, that health coach role, that kind of thing as the process went along. I love that. I'm feeling so mind blown over this. Um, I don't even know what to ask you to follow up. I'm just soaking in everything you just said. (laughs) So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Like I'm one of those people where I always felt like I needed to have a plan and I needed Mm -hmm. to know like, I'm going to start here and then I'm going to do this after this many weeks and then this, and that I needed to have this like set out perfect plan. That's a bad idea here, right? It is. Unless you (laughs) It is because see, and that's, I struggle sometimes helping people come up with plans. That's why I do very like, we see what your body does and how you respond to certain things and, and just and all the different aspects. Like I, you know, I make personal plans for people and we baby step through it because we have no idea how, like, is it going to align just with who you are? Yeah. Is it going to be overwhelming for you? And, you know, just these simple steps. And like, as a personal trainer, I looked at it going into the virtual space for a while and doing more of the, the group setup and that kind of stuff. And it just didn't align because I am such a, like, I want to work with you, with your body. I want to be able to correct your form. Like I literally want my hands on you. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the plans just, I've never, I hated writing plans for people. The only mm-hmm. space that I really write plans is, uh, I'm also a cross country and track coach. So I would write workouts for the team, but I was always also in there as a coach individualizing things too, you know, my, my top athlete and then my injured athlete, we're not going to be doing the same thing. (laughs) Right. Yes. You have to make loose plans. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, we make our plans. God guides our steps and we've got to give our, give ourselves grace in that whole process. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I just have it coming to like the top of my mind thinking about, um, you know, cause I, I'm just thinking like when I started really taking my own mental health serious, um, I actually forgot until we're talking about right now, I used to have a ton of gut health issues and I was also living like a very mainstream toxic ingredient life. Mm-hmm. Um, like part of my home care journey was in starting to use better products that didn't have the chemical smells to them. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm very, very sensitive to fragrance, like artificial fragrances. No surprise, and I, I, because I've known that since I was seven. Do you know what the word fragrance can be over 300 different chemicals? Just that simple mm-hmm. word, one word, 300 chemicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've known since I was that, seven. When I first learned that, I was like, yeah, and I all like I would get headaches and feel sick when we would walk by like the perf- perfume stores mm-hmm. when I was little same kind of idea and so I'd always like you know when you're just walking through like a department store you know or they have all the makeup and the jewelry and the perfumes I'm like walk as fast as you can <laughs> yeah yeah like I've, I've yeah. always gotten headaches from these things and for the longest mm-hmm. time like I knew seven years old I took a bath with like a decorative soap and I broke out in a rash. And so I've known from that point, like artificial fragrances, I'm sensitive to, but it never occurred yeah, to me until yeah. I was like a grown adult starting to think about like natural ingredients, learned about like cleaning with vinegar and lemon oil. Um, yes. It wasn't until I started making that shift that I realized I was getting headaches every time I cleaned because of the chemicals I was using. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bleach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Pine saw. Um, Yeah. So it it didn't really occur to me until we're having this talk with like, I started making all these changes around the same time. And it wasn't like I was intentionally trying to make my whole life non-toxic or, you know, Mm -hmm. intentionally trying to cut all of the negative, like the, the bad, you know, not real food out of my life. But it's like simple little changes just because I was thinking about my own mental health and thinking like, well, yeah. I can show up and clean better if I'm not getting a headache. Um, you know, I can show up for my kids better if I don't have a stomach ache because I eat something I know is not going to sit right. Um, like yeah. okay, I'm lactose intolerant. And for the longest time, I was not avoiding dairy products in any kind of a way. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. intentionally self-sabotaging yeah, yeah. my own life. And then tearing myself down mentally because I wasn't showing up at my full capacity. Like the things we do because we're not thinking about what mm-hmm. we're doing. Right. Or thinking about how these yeah. things are connected in any kind of a way. It's like, gosh, it can it really change your life just to start making simpler, better decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. Absolutely. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Um, People ask me all the time about like food, like how do you eat cleaner? I'm like, the first step you do is you spend like 80% of your time shopping on the perimeter of the grocery store because you're going to hit the produce, which is your fruits, your vegetables. You've got the meat, you've got the dairy frozen, depending on what it is, can sometimes be better than other things. (laughs) <laughs> but the middle of the store is where we, I refer to it as the bees, the boxes, barcodes, and bags are. And that's where you're going to find your processed foods. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are necessarily bad and you don't have to forever. But like, if you spend 80% of your time buying the whole foods, the whole healthy foods that God created for us and not the things that were created in a factory, 
you're going to immediately be healthier. Yeah, I believe it. I think that was like the simple practice I started. Like I heard that and I was like, well, you know, I can't afford to do fully 100% everything. And I don't have the mental capacity to fully 100% do everything from scratch, you know, being someone who is not great at cooking, didn't enjoy cooking. Um, you know, like my, my capacity was, I can make, I can make hamburger helper. <laughs> that was, that was the extent of my cooking experience for a long time. Uh, you know, I grew up on all the box meals and banquet mm -hmm. freezer dinners. Mm -hmm. So making the shift was, was difficult. But when I just started making a decision of, well, I'm just going to make a couple better choices when I go shopping. Yeah. I started noticing real change. And yeah. it's amazing also because like your gut health, the reason, like I didn't dive deep into it because I was overwhelmed by so many things but I had heard that gut health affects your mental health. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, like if I have a stomach ache and depression all of the time, maybe I just make a couple better choices in both areas yeah. and make my life just a couple choices better. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. The, so there's the gut brain connection is I work with a lot and because there's a pathway from your brain to your gut and there's a pathway from your gut to your brain. And the one from your gut to their brain is more powerful and stronger than the brain to the gut. Ah, so it's easier to make better health gut. It's it's easier to fix your mental health through your gut than to fix your gut through your mental health. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like your serotonin, you've talked about serotonin and having a chemical mm -hmm. imbalance there. 95% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's your happy hormone. Like Food who is wants to be happier? Right? <laughs> yeah. And also your gut, your gut, when your gut is healthier, you crave healthier foods. If you're craving yeah. the Doritos and the Pop-Tarts and, you know, if you're craving those foods, it is your gut telling you that it's the balance of it is not right. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily that you have bad stuff in it because it's not necessarily bacteria isn't necessarily good or bad. It's about the balance. And so your unbalanced and the this kind of like more of the bad, the bad bacteria is more active than the healthy, you're the imbalance there. And when you start balancing things out and putting the right bacteria in your body, then you're going to start craving healthier foods. Because that healthier bacteria is alive and wanting to thrive. Yeah, I totally believe that. Um, and I can attest to that. Like, if I think back to like when, when I didn't even know I was depressed, wasn't even treating it. I mean, high school, when it really started hitting hard, like I was 17 years old, um, old enough to start taking care of myself, but I didn't know how. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sleeping like two to three hours a night. I was unmotivated to do anything hardly. Um, just really intense, like anxiety. And what I was eating for breakfast at that time was pop tarts and sunny D and a rock star. Oh my gosh. Just top it off with the rock star. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like, you know, two hours of sleep at night. Cause I was, you know, insomniac. I could not sleep. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mm -hmm. like I was staying up doing anything. I was yeah. laying in bed, not sleeping. Yeah. Probably because of the rock stars. <laughs> And then flash forward to today, it's like, I'm a different person. I had some oatmeal with yogurt and a little bit of pumpkin pie spice on top. That's my new like fixation breakfast to make sure I eat something. 
I'm like, this is so different than um what I used to eat. Yeah. And like, like I've bought my kids Pop-Tarts a couple times. Um, I mostly try not to buy that stuff for them just because I know how addicted to it I was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, brainwash them into the natural stuff from the beginning and <laughs> try not to give them a taste for the super artificial sugar things. <laughs> um and it's like, I tried the same ones I used to eat. And I'm like, these don't even, this tastes like garbage now. Oh yeah. I used to be totally addicted to sugars and I thought I ate healthy because I did outside of me eating Pop-Tarts or ice cream mm-hmm. or whatever it was. I did eat pretty healthy. Cause I would, you know, I always made sure I had vegetables and fruit and meat. Like my plates were pretty rounded, but then after I would eat my healthy meal, I would finish it off with a pop tart or mm-hmm. you know, the unhealthy things. And I, I loved ice cream and cakes and dessert, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and as I've helped, as I've worked on the healing, like I throw, like I throw brownies and pies and cakes. I throw them away because I can't handle them because they're, mm-hmm. I can't, they're gross to me now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in a way, um, like I've kind of ruined myself and turn myself into like a dessert snob because it's like when it comes to chocolate I am super particular now like Hershey's tastes like garbage oh but if you give me a more expensive like cleaner yeah yeah then I love it yeah like Reese's can't do it I used to love that like who doesn't like chocolate and peanut butter well, right. I like real chocolate, real dark chocolate and real peanut butter, that mm-hmm. whole fake everything sugar filled garbage. No, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's the warning. If you go on this, this redefining your wellness journey, you're going to become <laughs> a dessert snob. But other than that, I mean, <laughs> it's not so you're bad. Welcome. You will <laughs> eat good, real food and you'll love and- it. Yes, you're going to have the capacity to really enjoy the indulgence of it. Yes. Um, yeah, that was one thing. Like, comfort eating the junky snacks never felt good in the end. Oh, I would. I have yeah. multiple times eaten half a carton of ice cream. And this is when the cartons were actually like real size cartons. I've noticed they, I never buy them. They got smaller. Apparently, they're getting smaller. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in my depressed states. Half a carton, no problem. Just, I don't know if you ever had the Samoa. There was a Samoa ice cream. It was real good. And I just, yeah, went to town and cried into my ice cream and just. Yeah. Yeah. Felt really good about myself after I ate all that too, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just ruined, made it worse. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And now it's like, I can. I can treat myself to a really good decadent dessert and enjoy every minute of it. And it's like a spiritual experience. It's the, yes. <laughs> instead of yes. the comfort, like I'm trying to get out of feeling like crap by making myself feel more like crap. It's like, I'm just elevating. Like, yes, it's so good. <laughs> so on that note, is there any last um tidbit or anything on your mind or on your heart right now? Um, I just, I want to empower people to, to think outside the box a little bit and to also not like we were talking about getting overwhelmed, not be overwhelmed by it. And just think, what is one thing that I can do today to help improve my health? And if you don't know what that one thing is, 
come find me. <laughs> my, jump onto my website, send me a message, and I will help you figure out what that one thing is. Um, if you're wanting to look at food, I do have a free healthy eating guide that goes over, like learn how to read your ingredients. It's not the nutrition labels. I could care less how many grams of protein, carbs, whatever are in there. It's about what's actually in it. Mm-hmm. And so that guy can help you learn kind of how to start reading your labels and make, make small implements over time to, to help heal yourself and feel better. Oh, absolutely. And I just want to say like, if, cause to me, I'm like, I don't even want to know how to read the labels. It's so overwhelming to look at an ingredient label and what comes to mind is like, okay, so don't read ingredient labels, eat things without an ingredient label. Yeah. Go have more fruits and vegetables. Yes. single ingredient items and you know you'll be okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep but if you want to buy stuff that comes with a label start reading it for yes. sure and know how to read it yes it, you'll save time and it'll be so much easier if you just you get the apple and you get the carrots and the potatoes <laughs> yeah for sure yeah okay on that note everybody go Go subscribe right now to Redefine Your Wellness, Michelle's podcast, and keep in touch with her. We're going to link in the bio for you. I hope everyone has a wonderful, beautiful day. And thank you so much for being here, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Are you feeling totally buried in responsibility and burnt out on showing up? Been there. And I created this totally free bundle of resources for you. You have to get the Get Started Guide if you haven't already. If you're ready to strip off the unnecessary baggage and limiting beliefs you've been carrying around, if you're so done making things more difficult than they need to be, if you're ready for guilt-free rest and enjoyment in your life, you need the Get Started Guide. This instant download is full of my favorite resources, the Mindset Makeover, the Stress Less Toolkit, and my super trendy and adorable kitchen templates to make meals and groceries a little bit simpler and a whole lot prettier. The Get Started Guide is made up of tools and practices to help you cope with stress and anxiety. And because so much of your happiness is determined by your mindset, this instant download is what you need to start thinking about the way that you think so you can overcome what's overwhelming you, take control of your days, and love the life you've got. Get your free download of the Get Started Guide today and get started loving your life. Find it in the description below.